0: And Welcome to this episode of My Great Aunt Edna, the leadership show that focuses on excellence, doing things the right way, no shortcuts, and accountability. I'm your host, Mac McNeil, and this week we have a very special guest, Miss Lindsay Elizabeth, and I can tell you right now that she's one of my favorite follows on LinkedIn, so you guys immediately... Put her in, find her. She's going to be uh, extremely exciting for you guys to watch. But I want to tell you a little bit about Lindsay. So Lindsay is an executive coach and a speaker, and she has a new podcast out called Unmuted. And I also follow Unmuted, so I would suggest you all do the same. But she's also a mother, a ballroom dancer, and I will say that I'm impressed by a few of her moves. And in general, she's just a lover of life. And that's why I like following her. So with that, I want to introduce Ms. Lindsay Elizabeth. And Lindsay, thank you for joining the show today.
1: Matt, thank you so much for this. I am excited. I'm excited for this conversation and the opportunity because every time we have the opportunity to connect, it is just expansive. And I'm excited for the viewers and the listeners to be able to see their life through my story so that they can unlock their next steps.
0: So you just mentioned exactly where I want to go. You said your story. So everyone has a story. Um, I find your story to be fascinating. It not necessarily the challenges that you have faced, but what you've done to overcome them. And that's really what I want to talk about. So if you could, for the listeners out there, if you can share a little bit about your story, who is Lindsay Elizabeth, what brought you to this point in your life?
1: Yeah. So I'll give you a big picture overview and you can zoom in wherever you want to go. So, um, Graduated with two science degrees from college. I have a bachelor of biology, associates in chemical methods, um, was accepted to medical university of South Carolina for medical school, decided not to go and stay in Indiana and get married. Um, while I was married, we had a landscaping business. We had a farm, bison, cattle, sheep, chicken. I homeschooled my two children and it was a very toxic and soul robbing marriage for me. Um, and then fast forward, I was in the marriage for 13 years. That literally really was the catalyst and the like the grounds of my evolution and where it began. Um, I chose love and what does it what does it look like? Because somehow love has to win, but what what Ooh. does that look like? I have no idea. Um so then fast forward on the other side of divorce, um opened my own business. And even though I'd been an entrepreneur for 15 plus years, doing it as a solopreneur, that just becomes, it's just very different facet. And I knew that being an entrepreneur and following my creative pursuits within would be the catalyst for me to evolve and become the person that I wanted to be. Um, And then in that road, I also became a ballroom dancer. My children are now at school and here we are today.
0: (laughs) All right. So uh, I'm sure that was a long story made short, but appreciate, appreciate that. And I want to talk a little bit about Uh, What you've become, you know, many people have gone through divorces. Uh, Many people have, you know, I love the fact you talked about your education and your opportunities, but you chose something else. You chose family over that. Um, A lot of people have done that as well. But a lot of people are still stuck. Like they don't know where to go after, you know, they made some choices they weren't happy with or just went through struggle like you did with toxic marriage. And that's what fascinates me about you and your story and what I follow on LinkedIn. You know, I look at your pictures. You can see, you know, the before and after. First of all, thank you for being transparent and sharing all of that. Um, you're extremely transparent. But you can see the light in your eyes now. And there are so many people that want that or want that back. Uh, and it looks like you've been able to do that. So talk a, talk about that transition. And what are some of those decisions you had to make daily to get to where you are right now?
1: Mm-hmm. So, Big picture and also smallest picture is truth is love, and when we acknowledge the truth of who we are and what actually is, when you get down to the root because it's often we we want that we want that external, whether it's the man, the money, the happiness the And even though it's the feeling of happiness, lots of times we externalize it into the things or the situations, the experiences. Um, But when we when you really connect with the truth of who you are and you shed the lies, now you're at the place where you're accessing your freedom. Um, Yeah.
0: So again, another great answer. You know, the truth of who you are. It sounds extremely simplistic, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put myself in the shoes of someone who's recently divorced. I've never been divorced. Uh, my wife was previously. But I'm going to put myself or try to put myself in their shoes and say, like, that sounds easy, you know, to say that, you know, just be true to who you are. But my guess is there are people out there that don't think they know who the hell they are. Like they lost it someplace and they don't know who the hell they are anymore. So, again, like that transition, like if, if I'm that person, what would you tell me?
1: Yeah. So we often get lost in who we are by misidentifying. So I can misidentify and think, oh, I am an entrepreneur. I am a ballroom dancer. I am a mother. Well, those are all facets of me that are the expression of who I am. But if you really stop and think about it, like you are the awareness inside of you. You are the one having this life experience. Mm -hmm. And if we did exploratory surgery on Lindsay, we couldn't find her. She's in there. Yeah. And yet, likewise, if she if I was laying there and I was on a table and I was a corpse, you're going to visually see me, but I'm gone.
0: Yeah. So
1: it, it's you when we really understand that we are that essence and everybody, depending on your um, religious place, people use different mm-hmm. language for it. But yeah. we are the spirit. We are the essence. We are that awareness. Uh, the literally breath of life. Like, and that is also, that that is also the thing when we identify with that, it also is the thing that I, that unifies us, which seems um, counterintuitive, but I have the breath of life in me, the same as you do the same as a lady underneath a bridge in my city, the same as Trump does in Trump tower. And so regardless of somebody's external situation or how they're choosing to live into their awareness, hatefully or with love. The fact is we all have that.
0: So I love the piece when you just said, you said we are the ones living this life experience. I think many people miss that in life. And I think that's one of the the truths that comes out of, you know, who you are and how you got to where you are right now is that that realization that this is our life that, you know, we, we live this life. And so many people, Want to think about external factors, as you just mentioned, uh, to make themselves up. But I love that piece that resonated with me when you said that, like this is our experience. So, um, you know, dig deep into yourself. And and I want to transition a little bit here into, you know, what my grade on that is about. And that's leadership. So, again, you've made this transition. You're in the middle of it now. You're living it. I'm a fan. And but would you consider yourself a -a 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 leader?
1: I believe we all are leaders because number one, you're always leading yourself, whether Mm. or not you acknowledge that it's kind of like gravity. Gravity is gravity is working on the both of us. We're both at different locations on this globe. Whether we acknowledge, whether we scientifically know whether, whether it's a little baby or we literally are able to cognitively understand gravity, it's still happening. Um, And in the same way, Someone is you're always leading yourself, and we often give that to somebody else, say mm-hmm. to my husband, to my wife, to my boss. We often give that away, and it's actually your job. It is nobody else's job to lead you. um the second thing is is someone is always watching you. It might be the Starbucks barista, it might be the mailman, it might be it and it's oftentimes oftentimes we're impacting people who we don't even recognize. And we often also misidentify and think, well, I, those are the people I want to impact. Or, hey, why don't they pay attention? Or, hey, my high school buddy, he needs to do ante up and do what I'm doing. Or we often want to project our experiences as opposed to, once again, have ownership of our own self, lead our own self. And then in that, you literally become magnetic. You literally um, create these ripples of influence. And it just happens. So in that, I absolutely believe we're all leaders.
0: So I'm glad you said it twice. You said you're leading yourself. We are the leaders of ourselves. And that's where it begins. You know, lead yourself and don't give that responsibility to someone else. And then don't hold them accountable for your own self-worth and where you're going in life. You know, you're leading yourself. So thank you for saying that twice. And I'm going to change gears here. And uh, not really. I'm just kind of setting it up for where I want to go next. But so. (laughs) So, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm watching you on LinkedIn all the time and your posts and your shares and, you know, your successes and all of that good stuff. You know, there's one picture in particular that I'd absolutely love. And I'm sure a lot of other followers loved it as well. But, you know, you're in a store, you're looking at some lights or ceiling fans or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> and you're laying on the damn ground in the store, mm-hmm. looking up at the lights. First of all, who the hell took that picture? That was one that was one of the things that came to <laughs> my, my daughter. Like, did she put the kid? Can- it was your daughter? Okay. Uh-huh. All right. But you're laying on the ground. You're looking up at the lights. So first of all, tell me why, you know, what made you do that? And then what was the message? I know what I got out of it, but what's the message that you were trying to send?
1: Mm-hmm. So my brand, like my podcast, is Unmuted. Um. And we often live muted, muted to our own desires, muted to the truth that is alive and available within us, muted to the actual life experience that we want. And we leave that, once again, by not taking ownership of it, but by giving it to others. And when you align with the truth of who you are, it shifts everything. It shifts your energy. It shifts and. As it shifts your energy, it changes the world and it changes the way that you see the world. It changes literally the interactions It changes the availability um, for interactions. So with that, as I continue to evolve and shed the lies, shed the fear, shed the things that are no longer serving. um, Literally, it just it the world just changes. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because I thought, oh, so I'm looking up and I'm looking up at the lights and it's like straining my neck and we're going over the aisles and the aisles. It's been a half hour. We keep like, we're talking through it and whatever that we're not choosing one yet. And so, um, but it just like, Oh, there has to be a better way. Mm -hmm. And when you unmute and when you unlock you, now you see the whole world differently. And to me, it's, it was very interesting because in that I noticed. So here I am, I'm having this experience. I then think, oh, I'm gonna share this and post it because I'm having this vantage point. Like I literally am sharing this perspective and I'm, I've am i trained myself over the past couple of years through social sharing, like as I learn something, share my perspective. So, oh, okay, yeah. I'm gonna share this. But then as I post it, everybody's, the responses were that were written, who knows what everybody else's response were that didn't write something, but um, it just was, oh my goodness, that's out of box. Oh, I wish I could do that. Oh, what if somebody came in the aisle? And the funny thing is none of those thoughts came to my mind. It literally was (laughs) like, if somebody would have came, I've been like, peace up. How are you? (laughs) Like I literally said, not peace out. I would have said peace up because I'm down and you're up. Like it just, it, it wasn't, um, it wasn't revolutionary for me in my life to do that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Does that make sense? Whereas, yeah. So when you evolve and when you allow yourself to align with the authenticity and truth of who you are, it just changes. And then it changes nobody did happen to come in the aisle because it was like nine o'clock on a Saturday, but, um, it just changes. It changes what's available to you.
0: So I can tell you what I got out of it immediately when, you know, first of course I looked at it and I started laughing. I was like, Lindsay is out there. That girl is crazy. (laughs) But then the next thing that came to my mind was that's ingenious because what she just did is told everyone that you just need another perspective. Mm-hmm. like you can look at the same thing over and over and over and it's a strain on you as you said your neck and you're right like thousands of us walk through Home Depot and Lowe's and you know other places and we're straining the store has you know made it something that's convenient for them and of course you know they want to sell it and, and it's usually elevated in your home but it just makes logical sense just to lie down You're not straining and you're in your bed anyway, most of the time when you're looking (laughs) up at it on the couch, right? So let me get a true perspective of this. That's what I got out of it is that regardless of what you're going through or what you're seeing, um, take another look at it from a different perspective. And you might actually find out that you like it or something that you like actually sucks. You see something now that you, you didn't see before. So that was, in my mind, that was ingenious. I was like, first of all, she's bold enough to do that because, you know, most people wouldn't post something mm-hmm. like that or do that in a store but um the message that came out of that for me was like that is just cool as hell you know different mm-hmm. perspective so um you should make that like one of your big things like put that put that on a billboard somewhere in indiana <laughs> um i guarantee you you know a lot of people will will respond to that like that is just cool why didn't i think of that and then watch one day you're going to be walking down in home depot and lowes and somebody's going to be lying down <laughs> looking yeah. up at a light and they're going to see you like, that's Lindsay. Right. And I'm going to um, lay
1: right. down next to him and be like, which one do you want? Yeah,
0: <laughs> no. mm-hmm. That was pretty cool though. Um, so this is where I want to go next is uh, my great on that. talks about no shortcuts, part of the acronym. And again, you had to go through all of these experiences to get to where you are. Do you think that along that route, you took some shortcuts? to mentally and spiritually get to where you are? Or did you have to take the long route? Did you walk it all the way out?
1: Mm-hmm. So both, I feel like lots of times we want to answer or experience life and polarity. Yes, no, good, bad, right, wrong. And lots of times the answer is yes. And yes, both. Um, I 100% am all in. I am willing to I'm willing period end of story I'm willing I'm willing to learn I'm willing to accept I'm li- willing to shed I'm willing to grow I'm willing to become somebody that I'm not currently in terms of my external skill sets all that um, I took the short route in the fact of I heavily invested in myself um, through professionally personally ballroom dance is not cheap um, I did three competitions last year I've done four or five showcases. I do anywhere from four to six lessons a week. Um, I've invested very heavily with coaches, with experiences. And because I knew that me just sitting, there's value to, there is great value to sitting in your home and to meditating, to growing, to reading, to cultivating learning how to deal with your own head your quiet space doing yoga in your house whatever there is great value in that there's also great value in go out and do things that you've never done so I signed up um for Jesse Itzler's badass calendar club and that would have been the summer of 2020 I believe to yeah 2020 um and then from leapfrogging and saying yes and saying yes and saying yes and in that you also learn because we also have so many ideas and stories around money and what does it look like to spend money what does it look like what what should I get for five dollars what should I get for a hundred thousand dollars and when you start to detach from that and realize that it's an energetic flow and you get to experience it and it's a resource but it's supposed to flow. It's not supposed to stay stagnant. It literally is current currency. currency. Mm-hmm. And so in that, um, it is, you definitely will expedite your success when you invest in yourself because each time, each time you spend whatever you consider to be a certain dollar value, because we mm-hmm. place value on it. Yeah. Um, When you do that, you literally rise into the level of that energy. Like I change every time I evolve every time I sign up for a dance competition because I have to look like that out on the floor. Like I'm at that level now or I just bought that dress. Like um, Mm -hmm. last year I bought a red dress on purpose because if I'm going to wear that thing, if I'm going to wear that red dress, what am I going to have to learn to dance like to embody that dress? And so when you, when you can literally sign up for a life to catalyze you into the growth and the fun and the freedom that it is that you desire to have.
0: Like it. So self-investment, sort of a shortcut. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, it just moves things along, but you're right. Investing in yourself and then you do executive coaching. Yes. Yes. So that's how you and I initially, you know, connected, uh, so tell me a little bit about that and, you know, what are you trying to accomplish with your executive coaching?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I first want to accomplish what they want to accomplish. So we, we, it's cause we often get confused out here in the noise and in the stories and whether they're at a place of burnout or they're at a place of transition. Lots of times people are in transition from, um, corporate into entrepreneurship or whatever that looks like. Um, and we just reached this point where we feel lost whether we can articulate all this with words, but we feel lost and I can, I can sense this big picture thing out here. I can sense that I'm made for so much more and I can taste it and I can feel it inside of me, but I have no idea what to do with all these things that I feel so that it comes out to be this thing. Like I don't know how to build the bridge from here to there. And Mm -hmm. I certainly don't know what plank is number three, what plank is number 42, what plank is 365. Um, and so we get really clear on what it is that they want. And then we walk through that hand in hand together. So I do have a 10 step system. Um, and, but it real it first, first for sure is the clarity on what it is that they want, where are they going and then help them actually understand what it is that they actually want. Um, Cause lots of times we have, we have those answers within our soul and in our essence, mm-hmm. but it's how do we access it? So my superpower really is helping you understand and access yours.
0: And you just had a summit in your hometown, correct? You brought in mm-hmm. some of your your uh, yep your candidates or yep.
1: So my mastermind um mm-hmm. I have a mastermind and we had a session at my yep a in person retreat in my hometown.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so uh, first of all, how did that go, and how many people had never been there?
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So <laughs> uh, yeah. So my town is. It's nice. It's big-ish compared to. So we're about two hours north of Indianapolis. Um, it went amazing. Um, it was really cool because we had been on this journey together uh, and to meet in person. So what had happened was everybody traded in. They It came with two... The mastermind came with two one-on-one coaching sessions, but everybody decided to trade in their one-on-one coaching sessions to then have this day retreat experience. Um, And as adults, we forget to play, we forget to have fun, and we Mm -hmm. forget to understand the magic and the magnificence of fun. So all of this, everything we're talking about, applies to leaders because leaders first, 100%. They, we all are humans and we have that awareness within sight of us and we have we bring with us our traumas we bring with us our stories our relationship failures our relationship successes our like all of that so then we come into this moment and often muted and if i'm not doing a good job at leading myself literally within my own life i don't have that to infiltrate into my leadership because mm-hmm. what is leadership actually you're you're impacting other people Right. Who also have that awareness within sight of them. First and foremost, they also come with all of their stories. And now you all are trying to function to create a financial paradigm for this company that you all work with together. And when we just put the focus on the financial paradigm and the things that are happening within that, we miss the richness of everything else. And we miss the essence that's available inside of everybody to bring their best to the table, their authentic self, which then changes the entire game. It changes everything
0: outstanding, I like it, I like it, and I think you're going to be extremely successful. I think your personality has a lot to do with it um you know the fun part you you really it and it's in your smile from what I see anyway, you know um. Uh, I'm sure you take like I'm I'm just guess you take like 50 pictures and you you pick out the one that's perfect, but maybe you know, two that, or three. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know yeah. I, when I'm doing video recordings, you know, sometimes it's like 10 takes before I get that right one. Mm-hmm. But um, but your smile, you know, that it it says fun, it says excitement, it, it says joy. And you're so right that there's some leaders that are out there that are doing things well in a corporate sense, but yes. they still don't have that sense of accomplishment or or joy within themselves. Um so again, if you, if your listeners are out there and you're you're one of those people, absolutely uh reach out to Lindsay. Um and you know we're gonna get our information up on the screen before we're done here. But before we go, I have to ask you my staple question that I ask everyone that comes onto this show. And this is my question, Lindsay. So in today's environment, in this year of twenty twenty three, thinking in terms of leadership It just pisses you off that you wish that you could change. Mm.
1: Truly, number one, if you became willing, willing to actually, number two, take ownership of you. It changes everything. It changes everything.
0: So willingness and ownership.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I like the second one that ownership piece. And the reason why I say that is because I see so many times when people want to push failures onto something else or someone else. And so I love that ownership piece. And, and I think it's powerful. And I'm sure you've dealt with this with you know some of the, the clients that you work with, but how do you, how do you handle that? Like if you're, you're dealing with someone that doesn't want to take ownership of themselves or leading themselves or even leading others, like how do you deal with that?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, number one, they're usually not my client because I can understand that prior (laughs) to because I will only I'm not cheap and I'm not interested in when you choose you and you choose me, I choose you and we do it together. But you have to choose you first. Um, I've had people say, I will pay you whatever I want to work with you, whatever it is, let me know. And I'm sorry. No, we're not going to work well together. I can give you some recommendations, but this is not going to be a good fit. Um, but that ownership piece, it is, it just, it unlocks things inside of you that you cannot understand until you actually decide to take ownership of you. It unlocks a layer and levels of deliciousness to your soul into the life that you get to experience and you don't get to, it, it just can't come without that. Um, so then it goes back to willingness because I think though, if. For someone who is stuck, because we actually do things that we feel are in our best interest. Nobody's out mm-hmm. there saying, I'm interested in sabotaging myself today. Yeah. And so we often apply shame to these things because we say, pull up your bootstraps. You better do this thing. You better, why do not you doing this? You have these opportunities. You live in America. And we shame people into trying mm-hmm. to help them create goodness as opposed to understanding When you have traumas, you don't know how to deal with your feelings, so it is safer for you to not feel. It is safer for you to be numb. It is safer for you to feel lost in a toxic work environment because if you feel, you don't have the tools to know what to do with the feelings. Mm -hmm. And so when you come to this point of, I am actually in charge of my life and I'm ready to take ownership of it. Now that's the fertile ground in the soil where we can plant the seeds so that you're able to understand what to do with the things that are no longer serving you. Um, because it's a scary place to be to have these things. And that's why we push away and we go out into the noise and the chaos because we don't know what it's like to be intimate with ourselves. And that's scary. It's mm-hmm. really scary. But once you once you choose you because the pain out here. There's something out here that is no longer working. And when you honor the truth that it is no longer working, maybe it once was, it served me at a time, but isn't, it is not working this job, this role, this marriage, this place we live, this, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it was working, but it is no longer. So I'm unwilling back to the willingness. I'm unwilling to remain in the thing that is not working and we're so often afraid of the pain moving forward when we forget to understand that the pain is actually happening right now.
0: So this is probably one of the best answers to that question I've heard on this show. Um, mm-hmm. You drew a line and it was it's even beyond that. And, you know, a line in the sand. I love your immediate response. And you didn't even smile when you said it was that, first of all, they wouldn't be one of my clients. Because that's a non-negotiable. It's something that irritates you and it's non-negotiable to work with you if you're not going to take ownership. So I love that response. And then, you know, the detail that followed it. Um, And again, you guys that are listening or watching, you hear all of these gems of wisdom, reach out to her. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll definitely benefit from it. But before we go, Lindsay, how can people get in touch with you? And what are some of the other things that you're working on or some things that are forthcoming that you want the audience to know about?
1: Yes, well, thank you, Mac, for this. Thank you for this conversation. It is expansive and coming together like this, I'm just grateful. So, thank you for the opportunity. Okay. Um, LinkedIn is my social media jam. So, at Lindsay Elizabeth. Um, my podcast is Unmuted with Lindsay Elizabeth. Uh, and I am also on Instagram at Lindsay, L I N Z Y, unmuted. Um, I have one-on-one coaching I have another mastermind coming up soon opening up and I have retreats currently have one in less than two weeks um, in Rhode Island but retreats will also be coming and so there is expansive opportunities for whatever it is that fits you Um, also opened up unmuted talks that is happening on Mondays and that is in response to my podcast so coming together because just like this, there are so there's so much information packed in podcasts, but now what do we do with it? How can we apply one nugget or 10 nuggets, whatever it is that people come with into our lives? So um, unmuted talks that is happening on Mondays. And yeah, I'm here for it. So thank you, Mac.
0: Oh, you're very welcome. And your unmuted talks, that's the live version, right? Where people Yep. Can so put, that is yeah. gonna be
1: just a live discussion. So post, mm-hmm. so my podcast comes out on Tuesdays and then on Friday. So I have interviews happen on Tuesday and then I have a reflection on uh, my reflection on the interview that comes out on Friday, and that's shorter, like usually five or ten minutes. Um but then Monday is going to be discussions, talks, and let's literally have unmuted talks, not just between me and you, but opening it up to having those unmuted conversations. Because that is the purpose of these. So
0: outstanding, and thank you, ma'am. This has been a great episode, a uh, great dialogue. Um, I look forward to future conversations and watching your expansion and what you're doing and you know what you're growing into. Uh, and so, you know, everyone that's listening, her information is up on the screen right now. Please reach out to her. Um, If you have any questions about anything that she just discussed and also to remind everyone to subscribe to this channel so that you can hear from other great leaders from all over the world to help you in your own leadership journey. And with that, I say thank you. May your week be excellent and God bless. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of my great aunt Edna featuring Lindsay Elizabeth. She helps CEOs solve stress and burnout. One of the top executive coaches out there. And her information is up on the screen right now. You can reach her at lindsayelizabeth.com. And also, I want to remind everyone of my book that's available called My Great Aunt Edna, The Golden Girl of Leadership, available at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, and wherever books are sold. And please like and subscribe to this channel so that you can hear from other great leaders from all over the world to help you in your own leadership journey. And with that, I say thank you. May your week be excellent and God bless.